you're listening to I Feel For You, a podcast for creatives interested in exploring this life journey, creating space to be who they are, and receiving heaps of encouragement and inspiration from me. I'm Dion, a creative coach, yoga teacher, DJ, writer, human being, encourager, storyteller, space maker, polymath, helping you feel more free to be more you. This is episode 37, and in today's episode, we are getting real about that inner inkling, the glimmers of fizz, the aches of yearning which flavor your dreams. It's a show for showing up for your dreams, really, investing in them, and also letting them be unexpected, but totally sensical, if that's a word. And also dealing with discouragement and resistance that you might receive, whether that's externally or internally about your dreams and I'll be sharing some tips that you can put into action immediately. Also expect the Inspiration Station, a collection of stuff I've dug this week that I want to share with you later in the show and a little shout out to all of you who have been listening, sharing and tagging me in your Instagram stories, sending me messages and voicemails. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to connect with you and to show up for you each week. I'm so glad that there is something useful that you feel connected to. So thank you. Thank you. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you could share it with someone you care about. And if you feel generous, maybe give me a review because it helps other like-minded good people find the show. And it also means the world to me to get a gauge on what you're thinking, what you're feeling, so I can make more content that is hopefully as helpful as possible for people like you. So a little update. Right now, I'm working with an incredible group of humans in my seven-week Bloom Creative Coaching program. And we're about halfway through the program. And just like any coaching tends to do, it stirs up the sediment. It kind of asks us to be willing to show up and hold ourselves and each other accountable and also be willing to invite the change we want to see into our lives. It's nurturing and gorgeous and safe and creatively inspired. It's really exciting and I just love this work and I'm so grateful to work with these people. And I also love to see people feel free just to be more of who they are and ultimately thrive by understanding what helps them to feel more connected to themselves. But I didn't plan to become a coach. It just kind of happened. I found myself over the last 20 years taking on the role of inspiring others to reclaim their lives and get free, which sounds a bit wanky, doesn't it? But I'm lifting that from quotes that others have told me because it's still wild to me that people say that I can help them change their lives. And this goes way back. I'm thinking from even the year 2000 and before where people saw me before I saw myself as a coach. And what I mean by that is so many people asked me back then, late 90s, early noughties, if I work with people and do things like life coaching because I seem to be good at it. I didn't, for the record. I was seeking out my place in the world and working in many different fields and industries from music, tech, engineering, film, TV, yachting, yoga, healthcare, photography, radio, government, etc, etc, and more. And I never felt like any job I had was wasted 
all of these jobs mattered and any career that I worked in wasn't without reason. It all made sense to me. And I learned and unlearned something useful wherever I went. And I also learned a lot about myself on the way and a lot about resilience and knowing what feels right and following my instinct, uh, learning how to walk away and learning how to start again over and over and over. If you know a bit about my story, you'll know this. But what sticks out to me is that years later, as I've moved and many a social media platform has come and gone, the number of people who would get in touch with me out of the blue years later from meeting them, telling me that I'd been the catalyst for them to change their lives, that they'd dived into their dreams, sometimes with wild abandon, other times stepping with calculated precision and strategy. But the outcome was always the same. The repetition of the shift in their perspective and being willing to show up to design and claim the life they wanted, regardless of feeling ready, which, by the way, uh, let me add, no one is ever ready. To be honest, there's always a little whiff of feeling scared when you're making change, no matter how much planning and research you might do. But please be reassured that this can be a wonderful catalyst and make the rewards even sweeter. In fact, I promise. So I would always retort and bat away any compliment that anyone would give me, proclaiming that it wasn't me, I just simply held space for them and happened to ask the right questions at the time and encouraged and supported and shared as much as I could. I realise now that I seem to have this in me, this need to quote unquote coach, or as I prefer, quote unquote, encourage. I literally can't help myself. I'll meet someone randomly and within five minutes be engrossed in their dreams and strategizing how to make them real. I'm excited for us all to win, you know? I get off on people living a life that's true to them. It's my jam. So this skill that I seem to have acquired isn't something I picked up in a coaching training program or an online course. It's been in development and practice over the last 20 years, probably longer if I'm honest. I think a lot of it comes from growing up in very uncertain circumstances. Some might say hopeless, and in fact, I've attended schools and lived in areas where you're repeatedly told and shown that you won't amount to anything. My passion to claim space and do it anyway and design a life that I dreamed of without compromising who I was and encourage others and support others too has a deep-rooted thread. And as these life lessons have a habit of doing, it would come up time and time again as the years went on. Every glass ceiling in each office, every snooty yoga studio I worked in, each time I experienced hostility at yoga teacher trainings, each experience of hostile, prove yourself, arms folded punters in London clubs, not believing I could be so young and so quote unquote feminine, apparently in those spaces as a DJ, lol, but I'm also weeping simultaneously at the idea that someone could say something like that. Anyway, each person that didn't believe in me, those who warned, including many yoga teachers who would say to me, you'll never be able to make a living as a yoga teacher, as they repeated the mantra that there are already enough yoga teachers out here. There are too many in Bergen or Brighton or insert wherever here. Or those who scorned in mocking sneers, a coach? What's that? Everybody's a coach now. It's just a made up profession. That isn't real. Or for each person who claimed they wanted the best for me, yet told me I was mad and stupid for giving up great jobs simply because I believed there was something more out there for me. 
To every person who thought my moving to different countries like France or Spain or Monaco or Norway, etc., who doubted my ability to make my own decisions or who found me confusing or lost or wasting time when I could have had and did, in fact, the house, the car, the comfortable life, the quote-unquote ideal To those who found it ridiculous that I'd choose to willingly reject all of that stuff and instead seek out a life that felt authentic and true to who I was, where I could get to use my skills to help people. May I add a special shout out to those who thought I was naive for wanting to support others and make positive changes at the heart of what I do, who said, it's everyone for themselves and you can't be happy helping others because money feels a lot better and you can't have both. Do you get the picture? And the reason I want to give you examples is because these naysayers and haters in whatever field are inspiration for me to keep going. Because I know that having someone who offers a counter voice can be a vital catalyst and make all the difference. And I want to be that voice for somebody else. I want to be that voice who reminds you, you can do this. Or who says, I believe in you. Who is real about the challenges that may lay ahead or that you might be navigating right now, who understands that there can be some really hard barriers in your way, but isn't scared by them and is instead willing to knuckle down with you and root for you and find a realistic and sustainable route towards where you want to go. Because it's easy for those who haven't waded through shit, sorry for swearing, to say, you can do anything you want to and manifest positivity mindset when the doors have swung open for them and they have never experienced what it is to move through the world with the odds stacked in your way before you even get a chance to get to the starting line. No shade, because as I say, there is someone out there for everyone. It's just I'm not interested in ignoring what's difficult. I'm interested in real life sustainable change that works with where you're at that holds hope and incorporates room for joy and feeling good, which is why self-care is a big part of my coaching. And doing all that in ways that are tailored to your needs, not about trying to get you to copy another way of life, or worse, to try and get you to follow in my footsteps. I believe that we are each deserving to show up for ourselves, our dreams, those inklings we haven't quite even let become dreams yet because we're scared we aren't deserving of them. I know I'm here for the people who want the alternative that are the alternative, the others as I like to think of them. Perhaps the misfits in their worlds, the quote-unquote black sheep, the quote-unquote kooky ones, the weirdos, the dream explorers, the empaths, the introverts, the curious, the big-hearted softies who don't want to be mean to succeed, the ones who have hope for something more, the indie kids, the generous ones, the passionate, excitable ones, the nerds, the emotional, intuitive feelers, the ones who reject boxes and categories that feel limiting to them. So whether one or all of those apply, know that you are invited. Whatever it is that calls you, stirs you, excites you, makes you a bit nervous but hungry for it, should you ever feel any bubble of self-doubt or shade from haters, I hope to remind you, you are good enough. You are enough. You are deserving. And you get to choose how to design your life.
the stuff that gives you meaning, whatever that looks like. And P.S. You don't need to be running your own business to do that because I think that's a myth too. You might be the change maker in your office environment and still having a massive impact because your worldview and way of living inspires others to get free. And darling, you know that there are possibilities to get free wherever you are, right? Doesn't have to look like being an entrepreneur or a digital nomad. So I just want to make that clear. In whatever field you're in and whatever lane you are choosing to build for yourself as a human, by listening and acting on the things that you need and want, you live your truth and own your personal power. But sometimes, especially if you have distractions from someone else's interests, it can get noisy and difficult to do that. It gets harder to hear your own voice in those times, and especially if you have a track record of people-pleasing. Side note, please go and listen to episode number eight. This one's for the people-pleasers, if that resonates. I'll link you in the show notes. You can find them at dion.space, and this is episode 37. You might doubt yourself or question if you're making the right decision. Whether you're a bit out there and risking it all when you should be cautious. Feeling guilty for not following the rules. My love, let me be very clear about this. If there is an inkling, be it a glimmer of fizz, an ache of yearning, that comes from somewhere that you can't explain, perhaps a dream that shows itself time and time again, an interest that you find lights you up or brings you joy even to think about it, a lifestyle that makes you curious and shows up for you in random ways frequently. I mean, there is that and there's also the malware and surveillance methods most companies are using on us these days, so do take that with a pinch of salt. But perhaps you've spoken about this dream, quietly Googled it, done some research but locked away that notepad or bought the notepad with the intention of researching, yet it sits on the shelf, untouched but asking for attention. That's your sign. Your sign is the recurring theme that calls you, that might lay dormant but waits patiently to chill with you now and again. Perhaps it's not chilling, actually. It's more of a tug at the hem of your jeans, a grip of your lapels. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like heart talk. Side note, Cleo Wade has a brilliant poetry book of the same name. It's soul to soul. Okay, I'm sorry. I set myself up for these side notes, but honestly, tonight I'm supposed to be at a Jodie Abacus gig. He's playing at the Jazz Cafe, and I'm really sad I didn't get to go because he's ace. And I was thinking about the 80s because I'd go to London a lot as a kid, mostly Soho and Camden, because, you know, the Jazz Cafe is in Camden. And I used to go to record shops, which were exciting and also excruciating in equal measure. And if we were in the Camden, Kentish Town area, a mandatory visit to the lock where I'd long to work at the MTV studios, remember? them and the soul to soul shop do you remember the days and then in the early 90s I think Prince opened a shop there too does anyone remember that do you have any stories from those days am I going off on one okay back to you in your dreams Actually, I think we can find a connection to your dreams here because my polymath mates out there, because I'm pretty sure those of you listening are polymaths. The things that inspired me about these people I mentioned, Prince and Still Soul to Soul, was the way that they trusted in the stuff that lit them up. And by doing that and showing up to design a life 
to accommodate that, were able to intertwine their passions seamlessly, at least to me. And I mean, from the beginning of their careers, right, you can see the integrity of their vision like a thread. And I'm sure as you look back through your life, you'll find that if you think about your dream, you'll notice it popping up in different phases of your life, right? Try it out. And back then, it made sense because in the 80s, you had this hub of a place, for example, the Soul to Soul shop. It was where the Soul to Soul headquarters were, but it was also a record shop, a kind of hangout space where different people would play and they sold clothes and sound equipment and accessories. And it was a culture hub and it was really exciting to visit. And the fact that Jazzy B and Co combined music and fashion made so much sense. But back then it was so unusual. It was not normal. I mean, in the 80s, it was very standard to have shops which were still separate. You know, like you still had separate greengrocers and a baker's and the cobbler was separate and so on. And rather than being able to go to one place to get all your stuff, it was still very new to combine things, which is interesting to think about these days, huh? Because now we see a strong movement to return to that singular, unique specialist shop, right? Or a boutique that has been curated by someone. So I guess when I really think about it, what I'm trying to do in everything that I do and the seemingly odd combinations that combine coaching with yoga and music and wellness and writing and so on, are inspired by people like Soul to Soul and obviously my hero Prince and others too like Maya Angelou and her career trajectory and the way these people showed us that you can get to create what you want and in the process support and empower others through your work and that you can get to do many different things but beneath it as long as you are clear on why you're doing it and have integrity and are showing up nothing can touch you. Well I mean you know you can live a life in your own truth a life to be proud of And that's really how I'm trying to be and to walk with others who are also interested in doing that. Yeah, that was a random side note, but I hope you get my point. And by the way, if you are new to this podcast and want to know a little bit more about what exactly it is that I do and why I'm often shy to talk about it, maybe listen to the last episode where Shuttle interviews me (laughs) to get the gist. It's episode 36. It's called Why Am I So Shy? My 28-Year Journey as a Polymath. I will link you up in the show notes. So let's gather all of these sprinkles and summarise, shall we? Sometimes we might find ourselves drawn to something we can't explain, quantify or even understand. That was definitely my experience with yoga and movement and DJing and coaching and writing and combining them to create the things I wanted to see in the world and feeling very passionate about them, working together to offer tools to help others. But when I really think about it, they absolutely make sense. I understand why I'm drawn to them and the way that they work together. People, so many people, usually in the industries themselves, told me I couldn't and shouldn't exist. By existing, I threatened this idea that they'd built up about how a quote-unquote yoga teacher should be, a quote-unquote coach should be, quote-unquote DJ should be. You get the picture. But I did it anyway and continued to encourage them to do them and tried to pay them no mind and continue to do me. There is space for all of us. Doubt is a dream killer. It quashes the quality goods. So it's your duty to take care of doubt, to befriend it in ways. And 
There is an episode that you can listen to to go deeper into that. It's called How Do You Create Space for Yourself When You Don't Fit In? It's episode number 17. Again, I will link you up in the show notes, my darlings. So although the hostile environments that I encountered growing up were hard, and still encounter, to be honest, in different ways, I see that they very much primed me for survival, for doing things others deemed daring and crazy, case study, packing up my stuff and moving countries to start a new life a few times. But I know that I thrive in those conditions, doing stuff that scares me and feeling growth very rudely in my face. But it's not for everybody, obviously. So I'd encourage you to ask yourself, how do you work best? What conditions help you to thrive? Figure that out before getting too overwhelmed by the details of your dreams. It will help you in the long run. Next, reach out and get some support with that. In the early days, I didn't have anyone that could help me navigate this stuff. I definitely felt very alone and there was no roadmap. I'd go to careers advisors, for example, and they'd tell me to be an arts administrator. <laughs> You're very creative, but people like you don't work in the arts. People like you don't do creative jobs. So you should just go and do some admin or something somewhere. That's the best you can hope for. <laughs> I'm laughing and I don't mean to laugh about it. And I'm not dissing arts administration. I've worked in arts administration. It's not about that. It's more about someone telling you where your limit is and also telling you how to live your life and ignoring your calls about what it is you actually want to do. I went into those meetings saying, I want to create, I want to create things that are going to help other people. And they kind of laughed at me and said, oh, you know, here's how, here's your roadmap. Anyway, to be honest, there's still no roadmap right now for what I'm doing. However, thanks to the internet and the tools we have at our disposal, it's easier now. There are so many more opportunities to create your own path than ever before. But even without support for my journey in the early years, I would allow myself to be drawn to stuff that lit me up, no matter what I was doing in my day job. And this was way before I worked for myself. For example, when I worked at a corporate catalogue company in the late 90s, a great job in many ways, I would spend every lunch break walking to my local library and hanging out there, drinking up inspiration. I'd arrive and let myself be called to a topic or just walk and hold my hand out. Yeah, I've always been that intuitive idiot <laughs> and pull out something that lit me up. It would feed the parts of me that were seeking nourishment outside of my day job. And it gave me perspectives that I didn't have in my day to day life. And that kept me growing, expanding my horizons. And I think this is crucial, whatever stage of life you're at, right? to stay open, to keep learning, because there's always something to learn. And eventually, I found beacons along the way that helped me, and I invested in that. And that also taught me a lot about just that, investing in myself. Because I had to learn that to believe in myself, I really had to put my money where my mouth was, so to speak. But it was more than the money. In fact, it was mostly the mindset being willing to show up and put the work in to be held accountable by someone else, which is a big deal. It starts to make stuff real. Do you know what I mean? So are you willing to make it real? And what are you going to do about it? What's the first step you're going to take? Because I would love to know. 
reach out to me, send me a message, send me a voicemail, tag me in your Instagram stories, let me know, put it out into the world and start making it real. And if you want some support with your process and you want someone who has your back, who's non-judgy, non-snooty and human, someone who won't tell you what to do, but rather hold space and ask the right questions for you to tease out what it is that you want and knuckle down into how to do it so that you can feel free to be more of who you are. That was a really long sentence. Shift your mindset, feel more free to be more of who you are whilst discovering gems along the way. Self-care priorities, babes then maybe you want to work together. I don't know. But as I'm still in the Bloom group coaching journey, I haven't officially been taking on new clients. However, actually I have on the down low because I've been getting a number of inquiries about my coaching programs this month. So I thought that I would share this with you. I'm unofficially booking clients to work one-to-one with me from the end of May onwards. So that's before my prices go up at the end of this month. So after Bloom. So there's a heads up that if you're interested in working together, it's a good time to get in touch with me. So you can send me a DM or reach out from my website, dion.space. You can head over there, maybe look around a little bit. Feel free to read about the kind of work that I do. Head to dion.space forward slash coaching for more on that. I'll link you up, obviously. And if you feel you just want some more support from me each week via my Inner Circle community, then perhaps you might be interested in my digest. It's a weekly mail out that I send out to my peeps and you can sign up for that by going to dion.space forward slash digest. Or the third option is to send me a question via voicemail. So I'm inviting people to ask me a coaching question that I can help you with in future episodes. So to do that, you're just going to record me an audio message. The link will be in the show notes to do that. And I will do what I can to support you in a later podcast. So there's another option for you if working together one-to-one long-term isn't an option for you right now. So all the links to those will be on my website, dion.space. Okay, shall we round this episode off with an injection of inspiration? Shettle, can I have an inspiration station jingle, please? Okay, that's one. All right, my friends, it's the Inspiration Station. Before we get going, I feel like I'm a a market trader. I think that would be a job I'd find quite fun. Imagine, like, you just get to meet people, do the work out in the fresh air. I'm shuffling my cards for you, darling. That's not a euphemism. Let's do a little check-in. Let's ask our guides, what do you want to know? Maybe you could, like, send some intentional vibes my way. Maybe there's a question you want answered right now. I know if this is feeling like really weird and strange, don't worry about it. Just humor yourself for the next couple of moments as I shuffle away. Okay. See if I still got it from the um, old blackjack days or was it shithead? I don't know. Can I say shithead? I don't know. Anyway, any shithead fans in the house? Does that sound weird? I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Oh, all right. They dropped out, you guys. Okay, let's see. Anything anything coming up here right ask your question please here we are I've pulled the card discipline master teacher who knew let me just get a little bit more info about this card for you my friends I will like take a picture of it and put it in my Instagram stories as well so you can see it all right dedication training work and skills oh my goodness you guys I didn't plan this but listen to this 
Whatever you desire in life can be created, but only if you're willing to do the necessary work. That means no shortcuts, no bypassing, no free lunches. The only path to success is discipline and consistency. Fortunately, your master teacher is present, helping you develop a heartfelt and mature work ethic by getting organised and becoming practical in your approach to achieving your goals. Examine your heart and be willing to do what it tells you, whatever it takes to reach your aims. If you don't know what you must do, then learn. Seek out the help of mentors and guides who specialise in your field of interest. Study and learn with an open heart and mind and set your standards high. Your master teacher reminds you, mastery in any area only comes from demanding nothing less than the best from yourself. This mic is on a stand, so I can't drop it, but goodness me. Listen, I'm not saying I'm your master teacher, right? But I'm just saying, if you take anything away from this episode, it's to not sleep on your dreams, babes, to not be deterred by anyone. I know I'm going back into the episode, but you know what I mean? This is real. This is just, I think, such a massive part of our life purpose. But hey, that's a whole nother topic. Right. I hope that was useful for you, whatever question you asked. Um, If not, get in touch. I'll do you a little reading on my Instagram stories. All right. Yeah, I know I'm bringing them back. Come on, my friends. Next on the Inspiration Station, something I'm watching lately. Come on, let's have something frivolous. What we do in the shadows. Who else is a fan? Who's seen the film? Who's watching the series? So if you haven't already seen the film, recommend you go and watch it, then watch the series. It's absolutely brilliant. So I dived into the series this week been wolfing down episodes every day it's brilliant I love it I'm not going to spoil it but um if you're into kind of yeah like uh I don't know like nerdy vampire stuff with a lot of humor it's the series for you I think it's great and really funny anyway next on the inspiration station music what am I listening to Fineman what am I listening to lately do you know (laughs) I mean I put them all in my playlist vibes immediately right that's kind of where my jams are what am I listening to? I don't know. What are you listening to? That's probably more interesting. Today I listened to Mary Latimer. I mean, it's a nice song. Oh, which song? Uh, the one that you have on your class sometimes. Uh, Quiet is the Night. Is it that one? No. Oh, it's a helicopter. Hello. Oh, hello. A lot of atmosphere. <laughs> you feel like you're, you're here with us, listener. Dear listener. Hello from the edge of Earth. Hello from the Edge of Earth by Mary Lattimore. I'm going to put that right into Vibes immediately. Okay, here we are. Let's see. Can we even play a bit or will we get uh, told off? Thank you, Mary. Look, I don't want to like, you know... (laughs) get into trouble by playing that but I have dropped it in my Spotify playlist vibes immediately my handle is min dion m-i-n-d-i-o-n-n-e head over and subscribe to it because I update it most days like on the regular sometimes I do like a weekly sweep and curate a very specific playlist depending on my mood others other times which is quite regularly I'll drop in uh, songs every day so go in there get the goods get those delicious treats And finally, on the Inspiration Station is a little quiz because you know I'm a big fan of archetypes, right? 
I work a lot with my clients around archetypes because I find it can be helpful to sort of look at models in order to see ourselves more clearly. So there's a little quiz that Adobe Create, I think, made a few weeks back and I found it and like did it and sort of was really excited by it. But I felt like, I don't know, did you used to get like Ms. Magazine and stuff and do the quizzes, like answer mostly A's, mostly B's, those kinds of things. I, I was one of those people and I used to love that. So I felt a little bit sad, like, oh, is it weird if I share it? I don't care, my friends. I'm sharing it with you. It's already on my blog. It's a quiz which asks you, what's your creative type? So it's a really helpful tool, I think, to help you figure out what kinds of ways you are drawn to work. And it also, I think, is helpful in helping you to bring that out of yourself and also look at what other personality types like creative personalities you work well with what will complement that to help you bring out more of who you are so go and find that quiz over on my blog dion.space it's one of the latest um, posts so go and do that and then tell me what yours is because I've shared there what I am and I would love to know what you are it would be really interesting I think all right my friends so that's it more goodies in the show notes as always my darling i'll insert some story times for you in there like how monaco taught me about failure freedom and trust which is episode 23 of this podcast there's a blog post called oh so you're a coach now which i think uh, might be applicable to the topic of this and many more. So if you have enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you can share it with someone that you care about. If you feel generous, maybe give me a review because it really helps other like-minded good people find the show. And it really means the world to me, as I said, to get a gauge on what you think so that I can think about other helpful tools and techniques to share with you, to support you on your journey, because that's why I'm here. That's why I'm showing up for you every week. I appreciate you making it this far in the podcast. I really hope there have been some helpful nuggets for you, some morsels to nibble on during your days. Let me know. I'd love to know what your fave parts are. I'd love to know if you've got something to add. That would be so wonderful. Any requests for topics? As I said, if you've got something that you're stuck on at the moment, you want a little bit of coaching support, like a mini coaching session with me, send me a voicemail. Let me know because I'm here to help you. I'm here to support you, right? Find me over on Instagram as well. I'm there most days. My handle is Dion with seven underscores. And I think that's about it, my loves. I love you. I'm egging you on. Maybe not egg, because egg starts smelling weird, doesn't it? But um, I'm cheering you on. (laughs) It's It's getting weird now. I'm cheering you on with wild abandon. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. 